Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. This week, we have special guest, Kristen Clark of Girl Defined. Kristen, we're so excited you're here today. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. So before we get started today, I always like to let our girls know a little bit more about who you are. Can you tell us something about yourself that most people don't know? Ooh, that's so hard. People know this, I guess, but I love the outdoors. What they might not know is that I actually really enjoy fishing, which is really random and not a lot of girls love fishing, but I actually really like it. And I've gone on multiple deep sea fishing trips and fishing up near Alaska. So that might be something people don't know a ton about me. I also really, this is so random, but I really love vacuuming. <laughs> like I vacuum every day and it's, I don't know if it's a hobby, but I really enjoy that. Just the reward of like, Ooh, seeing those clean lines. And I probably have never shared that. So that is something new, not very exciting, but <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. So what is your favorite song to worship to right now? Oh, definitely battle belongs by Phil Wickham. I just, it's so funny. I used to not be a really big Phil Wickham fan. I don't know. His voice is just so unique and it used to not really connect with me. But lately I have just really been enjoying his songs and his worship and Battle Belongs is a sort of newish one. And I just listen to that one all the time on repeat. It's kind of like been my prayer too. Like as I'm worshiping, just the lyrics are so rich. That's what I love about so many worship songs is that you can just close your eyes and they become a prayer just between you and God. Yes. So what is your favorite verse right now? The one that's speaking to you more than anything? Oh, I would have to say this has been my theme verse for a little while, but Isaiah 26, three, you keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And that verse has just been such an anchor for me this past year, especially as my husband and I have walked through international adoption and bringing two boys into our family, two older boys. So 11 and seven, and just so many of the ups and downs and twists and turns and unknowns and just oh, like trusting the Lord throughout this whole process. I feel like that reminder of as I keep my mind on Christ, he gives me peace as I'm trusting in him. Such a great verse, especially with today and all the craziness and the chaos around us. It's just such a great verse to soak in and just trust God in. And then the last question is, tell us a little bit about who Kristen is and how she got to be where she is today. Oh, okay. So quick version. I am a Texan. So born and raised in the great state of Texas um, grew up here in the Bible Belt, and my parents are first-generation Christians, so they each got saved a little bit later in life, met at Bible college, and then raised me and my siblings up in the faith, so have known about the Lord from a really young age and made the decision to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior when I was young, but really, you know, it's so hard to know at that age, like, did I really understand the gospel? Like, I don't really know. I mean, a very simplistic version of it, but as I grew older, 
you know, when you start facing like bigger challenges and you're wrestling with your sin and you realize, wow, I need a lot of help. Um, I really went through a journey of, I think in some ways looking the, the good Christian girl part on the outside, but then really wrestling with so much in my own heart of my own sin and even feeling like, oh, well, I don't really want to share what I'm really struggling with because I just need to have it all together. You know, that sort of almost even a self-righteous perspective. And God has really did a big work in my heart and continues to do a work in my heart of showing me my need for him in and out. And just the beauty of being transparent and honest and sharing my struggles with other Christian sisters who can come alongside me and walk with me in this journey of sanctification. So that's a huge part of what I'm passionate about with Girl Defined just being open and transparent and saying, Hey, we all have sin struggles. We all have problems. That's why Christ died. That's why we need him. So let's link arms and encourage each other in this journey together. So that would be in a nutshell, a little bit about me. That's so awesome. And I think there comes a time with anybody who grows up as a Christian where they need to take on their own relationship with God. So many teen girls question, like, why am I questioning whether or not God is real? Is that a bad thing? And honestly, it is something that everybody needs to go through as they make their relationship with God their own. And ladies, if you've ever questioned if God is real, it's normal. It's something that we all go through. As I said, those things are good because you're coming into your own relationship with God. Right, right. Okay, so tell us more about Girl Defined. Yeah, so my sister Bethany and I founded it together. And we're the, so I'm from a really big family, eight kids, and we have five sisters. So we are like powerhouse of girls. We always joke like the poor brothers, but we were pretty nice to them. <laughs> but <laughs> Bethany and I, so we're the oldest two of the girls. So I'm the second oldest. So I'm, I have an older brother and then we're the two oldest of the sisters. And so really growing up as we were wrestling with our own struggles regarding beauty, identity, purpose, just relationships, romance, all the things that we walk through as young women and women, as we were wrestling with these things and just trying to figure out what is God's design. And as we looked to God's word and looked to older women who were really speaking truth into our lives, whether in person or just through resources, through ministries, we realized, wow, it is huge for young women to have older women pouring into them and guiding them and helping them with the word of God to say, yeah, what you're wrestling with is real and hard. I can relate, you know, in a lot of ways I've been there and guess what? God's word has so much hope, so many answers. You don't have to default to the world's version of any of these things because God has a beautiful design for your life as a girl. And so as we saw that just in our own journey and saw how our younger sisters really looked up to us in so many ways and would kind of follow after what we did, we realized, wow, that's a big responsibility for one, just to be like an older sister and realize your younger sisters are kind of modeling a lot of their decisions and perspectives off of the way you're living and the way you're talking. And so we just realized, wow, okay, we need to really lock down and take this seriously, like our Christian faith and our walk with God and, and our decisions and choices. And so through that, and just that kind of desire to want to love and minister and just encourage younger women, we were like brainstorming, like how, you know, what could we do? How could we be more intentional with this? And so that's when the idea of Girl Define kind of came to mind and we prayed about it for a while. And in 2014, officially launched Girl Defined Ministries with just an emphasis on helping girls understand what it means to be defined by God in every area of our lives instead of defined by the world or defined by ourselves or defined by our peers. But who does God say we are? How does he want us to walk? And what does he call us to walk in? What does that look like in everyday life? So that was our passion. We started out with a little blog, you know, back when blogging was a thing <laughs> and we <laughs> tried to be really consistent blogging three times a week. And God just used that, you know, he opened doors that only he could open. We didn't know what he was going to do with our literal meager efforts. I mean, our blog, like no one knew we existed. We were just putting content out there and hoping 
that young women would find it when they were just Googling the internet. And so through that, a publisher found us and that's when they said, Hey, we love your content. Would you be interested in writing a book? And we were immediately like, absolutely. We have all these passions and ideas. And so they worked with us on what eventually became our first book, Girl Defined. And so that just kind of snowballed into a YouTube channel, podcast, an annual girls conference, and then several more books. And so God has truly been the one guiding our steps every year. We don't know what's coming. We're like, okay, Lord, we trust you with this year. But our heartbeat of the ministry remains the same, helping young women understand and define their lives according to God's word. I so love that. That so resonates with what we are here at Uncommon Teen. Now, I have a question for you. How would you help a teen girl just have a heartbeat check, see where she's at with identifying her identity. Is she identifying with the world or is she identifying with who God says that she is? As Christian women, as Christian girls, we have to be in the word for ourselves. And I know for me, for years, I would piggyback, like you were saying, off my parents' faith or, oh, I'm, you know, I read a little devotional here and there, but I wasn't really getting into the word. And the only way we can check our hearts to know, okay, is my identity actually coming from the Lord or is it really coming from whether or not guys like me or whether or not I'm pretty enough or am I measuring my worth based on my grades or how well I do in sports or how much I'm accepted with this group of people? You know, those are the things that we wrestle with, but it's hard to even see it if we're never in the word. And I know in this day and age of technology and social media and smartphones and entertainment, it can be often the thing we neglect the most getting in the word. And so my biggest encouragement for young Christian women is you have to get in the word for yourself. You have to see what God is saying. You have to learn about who he is, his character, how he defines things from Genesis to Revelation. I know it's a big book. I know it can feel overwhelming, but I'll just encourage girls like pick any book, maybe start in the new Testament. That might be a little more, you know, down to earth for where you're at and just pick one and start reading it and really take note. Like every chapter, just write down three observations. You know, what did I learn in this? What stood out to me? What did I learn about God? Or what did I observe in this? Any truths I can pull out. And as we do that, as women and young women, slowly but surely our minds and hearts will become saturated with the truth. And we'll start to recognize areas of our lives where we're believing lies. Absolutely. So as a teen, you said that you had some struggles with your identity. Can you share with us a little bit more about those struggles so that the girls listening to this episode don't feel like they're alone? Oh man, where do I start? I had so many struggles. <laughs> some of the, and, and again, so many of these were on the inside. Like I was saying, I was the Christian girl. I didn't, you know, on the outside, you wouldn't have known. I struggled with a lot of these things. So I really struggled with outward appearance. So with whether or not I was pretty enough or just beauty struggles, I was viewing beauty in all of the wrong ways. I was viewing it as a way to receive affirmation from others, from guys, especially. And if I received that affirmation, if I received that attention, then I would feel worthy. I would feel like, okay, I I can be satisfied in that. That's where my identity is found. And you know, it went so far as to, um, I actually pursued modeling for one year near the end of my teen years, close to my twenties. And I thought, wow, if I could gain this title of being called a model, then I know all of my insecurities about beauty are going to go, going to go away because I've reached the top. You know, I've reached this title that should mean I'm going to be fully satisfied. I'm not going to be insecure anymore. And it was the craziest thing because during that one year period, when I was modeling, that is when I faced the most insecurity. I became more self-obsessed. The beauty became more of an idol. And it was just something I thought about all the time. I became extremely critical even more so of my outward appearance and everything I would nitpick. Oh, I hate my nose. Oh, I hate my legs. Oh, my hair's too thin. I'm too tall. You know, I'm six one. I'm really tall. And just all of these things became an obsession. And after that one year, I just, God convicted me and really opened my eyes to see that I was placing beauty on a pedestal and idolizing it in a way that it was never intended to be. And God really helped me to see that I was 
searching for my worth and identity in my outward appearance. And so, yeah, if people said I was pretty, if I would get a job, I would feel great. But then what happened the next time when a different girl got the job, when I didn't get asked to do something, then it was like, oh, like all my worth and identity was resting on that. And so God really freed me of that and helped me to see that, yes, God created women to be beautiful. Beauty is a gift from the Lord, but our culture standard of what is pretty is so far removed from what God says is truly beautiful. And more than anything, God cares about the condition of our hearts. And yes, he made us with bodies and facial features and different hair color and eye colors. And it's all a wonderful, beautiful part of his creation. But like we see in Psalm 139, yes, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, but it's not just, it doesn't end there. Like, yes, I'm wonderful. Let me look to myself for this affirmation. Use that to point others back to me. When I stopped looking at myself and analyzing myself and critiquing myself and instead looked in the mirror and said, God, you gave me this body. This body isn't so much about me, but about me using it for your glory. So help me to look outward, to pour myself out for others, to serve others. That is when my heart did a 180 and it's like he freed me from that idol of beauty. So that's just one example. And then of course I struggled with guys and chasing after guys and thinking if I could just get a boyfriend, if that one guy that I was obsessed with, if he would just like me and give me attention or ask me out, you know, then I'll be happy. And of course, that's just a cycle of spinning in circles because even if you get the guy, which I did, then it's like, oh, okay, that didn't really satisfy me totally in the way that I thought. Okay, next, you know, and it's this never ending cycle. So there's just so many things. And I know girls can probably relate to some of those, but it is hard. Like, I get it. It is so hard being a teen girl. But again, going back to the word and saying, okay, Lord, like, help me, even in romance. Like, yes, this is a beautiful design. But ultimately, I can only be satisfied in a true and genuine relationship with my creator. No guy on this earth is going to be able to give me the true longing of my heart, which is to be fully loved and accepted. I can only find that in you. So help me to not idolize these good gifts, but to look to you to be my true satisfaction. And so, yeah, it's hard, but it's like it's a daily battle of turning back to the Lord. Yes, ladies, this is so good. If we can just understand our identity now, it can save us so much trouble later on in life. All right, so recently I received an email from a girl who was going to a dance and she didn't have a date and she was wondering if she should even go or she should just stay home. What is some advice that you would give to her in this moment? What I would encourage her to do instead of viewing this circumstance from what you don't have, view it from what what you could have. So yeah, a guy didn't ask you, I get it, that's hard, um, but that's not the end of the world, truly get together with a few girlfriends. So maybe there's a few other girls that you can look around at your school and go, okay, she doesn't have a date. She doesn't have a date. Call up those girls say, Hey, why don't we all go together and just have a really fun time? Let's grab dinner beforehand or ice cream afterwards or whatever it is. And let's make the best of this. Like, yeah, we don't have dates, but let's just not sit at home and, you know, cry about it. Like, let's see how we can have fun together. That would be just one kind of practical solution of like, hey, let's make the best of it. Yes, that is so, so good. You know, many times we do focus on the things that we don't have instead of what we do have. And we focus inward and we start to think about ourselves. And when we think about ourselves, that's when we become lonely and depressed. But when we think about others, that's when life becomes fun. Yes. I know your passion is to teach girls about who they are in Christ and their true image. What is it that's on your heart that you would love to speak with these girls? The biggest thing would be that you are, if you have placed your faith in Jesus, you are a daughter of God. And I know that sounds like Christianese, almost kind of cheesy, but it's really true because it's so easy for us to forget that first and foremost, like we are created by God. Our days are numbered. Like he's created, created us with a purpose in Christ. We have freedom from sin. Like, yeah, we struggle and we wrestle, but through Christ, we can be victorious as we go and battle against sin. 
Um, in Christ, we find belonging, right? It's like so many of us feel lonely. We feel left out. And in Christ, we have the truest sense of belonging, being adopted as his own daughter, the king of the universe. And so it's so important day in and day out as we face, you know, the struggles of, I didn't get invited to the dance, the temptation to base our worth and value off of that, you know, oh, no guy wants me. I wasn't good enough. It's easy to believe lies. But when we step back and say, okay, first and foremost, I'm a daughter of the King, my identity, everything about me, who I am, what my purpose is, where my worth comes from, who gives me my value, who defines me. All of that is found in my creator. And he's a good and loving father. And he wants to use my circumstances, even my hard circumstances to draw me closer to him because he knows that the only thing that can truly satisfy the longings of my soul are a genuine relationship with him. And so he'll use hard things to help me see, wow, this didn't work. Okay. Why didn't this work? Oh, cause it was never meant to be the thing to fully satisfy me. So it reminds us run back to Jesus. He's the true source, the true need. And so remember, you are a daughter of God first and foremost. Walk in that identity and learn more about what that identity means. Kristen, it was so great to have you join us today. Where can these girls connect with you? We are on all the socials, Girl Defined on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. We have our website, girldefined.com. And then all of our books you can find on our website or Amazon, any major book retailer. Well, thank you again for being here. You are such a blessing. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Ladies, I hope that you enjoyed this interview with Kristen Clark of Girl Defined. Now, as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me. And the reason I have you do this is because it's helping us to really change our identity from maybe what the world is trying to tell us to what it is that God says about us. So go ahead and repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I hope that you have an incredible week. If you need anything, prayer requests, if you have questions for me, if you have topic requests, please feel free to reach out to me through the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.